Entrepreneurs, have you been branded? Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Entrepreneurs, finding your brand is what we're talking about today on Dream Job Radio. This is Daniel Laxtons. This is Leah Laxtons. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show presented by 30careers.com. Remember, as always, you can go online and see our upcoming shows. Leave us a comment at dreamjobradio.tv, and we will ask those comments, or I guess those questions. We may even save your name online. <laughs> yeah, we may say your name on the air, but we'll have those questions available for our upcoming guests. So just mark which show you have a question about, and we'll get that stuff online. Or if you'd like to contact any of our guests at any time. Yeah, you if that. you want to tweet us too. Uh, you can tweet at Daniel Laxtons, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. And you can also tweet Leah at the same, Leah Laxtons. That's correct. This week's guest is Torsten Hoynes. Now, Torsten Hoynes is a seasoned serial entrepreneur with two decades of startup experience. He's also the founder of Space to Scale, helping entrepreneurs to realize the freedom that comes from uh, structuring an enterprise, anchoring it in the marketplace, and positioning it for growth. Torsten's going to tell us today about how to find your brand. So, Torsten, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. One of the first questions we wanted to ask you, though, is uh, we, we looked at that space to scale, and uh, it looks very interesting. But tell us more about, and what our listeners probably want to know is, what is space to scale? And tell us more about your background as a serial entrepreneur. Gotcha. Um, so Space to Scale, I help uh, CEOs, mostly founders of companies, develop a scalable brand for their business. Oh. And, and the, the reason I started this is I've been doing uh, that kind of work for the better part of the last two decades. Um, wow. On behalf of my own companies, um, companies I worked uh, with, companies I founded and co-founded, and um, I just kind of um, over the years developed an expertise there, and um, ended up giving um, advice to to other entrepreneurs freely, but uh, usually not enough because it takes some hard uh, looking at a business to do it right. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't serving them, and I wasn't serving me at the same time. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided to formalize it into my own uh, consulting firm. And it's been um, a whirlwind and a blast ever since. That's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to be doing what you enjoy doing. Yeah, and helping people along the way. Yes, it's a... It's a um, I hate... I just wrote an email to a, to a, to a friend telling him that I hate administrative work. And there's so much. There's so much of the. Um, of um, this is why Dream Job, uh, Dream Job Radio was so appealing to me. There's so much of, of my regular jobs when I was or regular uh, functions when I was starting companies where I was doing um, admin work and doing all all those things. I'm not really all that great at, uh -huh. um, but they had to get done. Um, and with my with my new job, I can really with, with and my 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 business I created, I can really focus on the things I'm really good at. I get paid significantly more on an hourly basis than I ever have, and um, all the all the stuff that I wasn't all that great at and that I didn't like to do is basically out of my life. So this is I have truly my dream job now. 
We love that. And I, I feel exactly the same way as you. Because, I mean, I'm not good at a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I am good at, I'm good at what I'm good at. Uh, but Leah's awesome at what she does, too. So, But it, I, do you think that that's what is difficult for a lot of entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur-minded individuals to, to really realize that they can't do it all and they have to learn to delegate, would you say? That is one of the, that is one of the hardest lessons um, and it's one of the most important ones. And um, my... My idea, and this is in my business, and I have to, I'm speaking a little bit out of turn because I am a one-man shop and I like it that way, but um, for most entrepreneurs, I think job number one is continually finding people for your team. That's oh. job number one. Now, that job gets significantly easier once you are um, solidly grounded in your brand. Because then you can, the, the brand becomes a really, really good filter of who you hire and who you don't hire. Mm. And, and on that note, we know that you put a lot of emphasis on branding. Why do you feel that's so important? Um, okay, so branding, in a, when you think about it, and I have a lot of examples because the examples, everybody knows them, so it makes it easy to relate. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about Apple and Starbucks and I go back sometimes to Walt Disney and whatever, you see those brands and you know what they stand for. So branding has been very effective for a long, long time. Um, but those, and remember, those brands um, came into existence before the Internet. So at that time, branding was a good thing to do. Today, it's absolutely essential with all that information that's streaming at us and uh, complete is impossibility to um, uh, divert or um, uh, distinguish truth from lies. Um, you need to build a brand just as a cost of entry, just as a starting point. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, because you also you don't want to have to change that brand later too. Obviously, right? Once you get a logo and a a um, I guess mindset, you don't want to have to three years later completely change directions on it. Right. right well, uh, the 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 ideal the ideal thing. I mean, there's there's always there's, you can always refresh your brand if it doesn't work, and you you can adjust and, and mold it over time. But the ideal thing is to have a brand. That um, it's a, a brand steward should have a good brand steward has the most boring job in the world, in that they defend the brand um, that is in the customer's mind the way they want it in there. Now mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Hallmark. Um, when you care enough to send the very best, mm-hmm. has that that slogan that stands. Uh, has sold um, super high-priced pieces of paper yeah. <laughs> for for literally over I don't know the exact day right now, but it was before World War II for over seventy years. So now imagine you get that job as brand steward in the 1950s, and you worked there for thirty years. Your job for thirty years is not to change a thing. And that is very, very, very hard for humans, especially for creative humans to do. Yeah, um, especially a marketing ma- major, <laughs> right, to come in and that's exactly. your job. So, so your creativity then is, is, is tasked to say, like, okay, what can I do to 
to make this foundation that we're so solidly standing on stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's a completely different mindset from let's try this, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. Mm-hmm. But but those that mindset is what builds brands and what builds big brands and what, what grows a foundation that becomes unassailable. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, um, I was just thinking about different brands too, you know, cause they, some people have changed their brands even, you know, like, uh, um, yeah. And some, some, yeah. And, and not always successfully. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, right. who's right. like Netflix, their brand stewards probably <laughs> fired going crazy. Right? <laughs> oh, <decent. laughs> going on. Well, um, now here's the thing is, is you're helping out different companies, uh, people that are entrepreneurs and they're trying to start their own businesses. So um, you you involve the founder in in the, these projects, right? Yes. So why why does the founder have to get involved? Um, I one of my one of the, the main reasons uh, or one of the main reasons why I started this consulting practice is, um, and I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a pet peeve, but it's uh, it's close to that, is that uh, many entrepreneurs, especially if they're operational entrepreneurs or they're not coming with a very solid marketing background, mm-hmm. um, are um, are hiring um, PR firms, marketing firms, brand consultants, et cetera, et cetera, as a function that, that can be done, quote, unquote, over there, just like they're hiring accountants uh, and lawyers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the soul of the the brand, the, the reason why the entrepreneur is successful, mm-hmm. um, it has to be has to be at the at the um, um, uh, core of the branding work. Otherwise, the brand will be grafted on. And um, I can I can say for instance, I can sit down with a client and I can have an idea about what I think the business should do. But that usually doesn't do anybody any good. Um, what once you have a, a founder though sitting down and really together breaking down the business in its component parts and then building it back up, um, the founder will have distinguished that which made him successful. And once you once you do that, um, you have a brand that aligns with everything in your business, aligns with what you do. And allows you to to grow your business, your actual business, not somebody else's idea of what your business should be or might be and is not. And this is where most people get stuck. And a brand is not uh, a logo or a tagline. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, The logo and the tagline flow from your internal brand statement, who you are, who you want to be in the marketplace, and what you actually stand for. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting that power in someone else's hands, like say a PR agency, et cetera, et cetera, then you could actually lose your, I guess, soul of your brand in that transition. Yeah. The identity of what's made it great. In an instant, in an instant, at the same time though, if you will solidly know who you are and what you stand for, um, your PR agency or your ad agency or whoever, all of those professionals you work with, will love you as a client because you can actually communicate clearly what you're trying to accomplish with your brand. And then they can be creative about 
how to extend that brand, how to communicate, how to market that brand. Um, and at the same time, you as the, as the brand steward, as the founder, as the leader of your company, um, will know that work is going to work. This, this idea is not. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So why, uh, why do you feel like you have to take the uh, founders off-site instead of, you know, now with Skype and, and, you know, they have their office space, everything like that, but you prefer to take them off-site. Why is that? Um, over, over the last couple of years, this was actually one of the reasons why I started the business to begin with, uh, and over the last couple of years, um, uh, whenever I had a client where we did it in the office, or even where we met for, over the course of a week for six hours a day for, like, let's say, four days in a row, um, because of the defined beginning and end of the day and phone calls that came in and other things that came up, we never got to, to the concentration we needed to really go down. And sometimes, sometimes it goes really fast. Sometimes you find out your internal brand statement in an hour. Other times we sit there for seven hours and work at it. Um, <laughs> but, if the focus, but, if the, but if the focus gets diverted, the process all of a sudden then takes on it, it takes longer and longer and longer and gets diluted that way. Whereas if you go on an off-site, you walk away at the end with the document in hand uh, or the draft of the document in hand that will become your brand Bible, and you're complete. And that completion allows you to really build a brand where before you were, quote-unquote, just talking. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that really does make sense. It, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, you know how they say if you're trying to be creative, sometimes you have to get outside of your space or get outside of your environment to get that, foster that creativity. Get your juices going. Yeah, yeah, so that makes a lot of sense that when, if you're in your office, obviously you're, even if you lock the door and say, don't bother me, well, you're still, your mind is going to be focused on what, you know, your tasks at hand. And remind you of what you're thinking about when you're normally in that office. Uh-huh. Right. You're, you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. And this is Daniel Laxton's uh, and Leah Laxton's. We're speaking with Torsten Hoynes. Uh, he's a social entrepreneur, and uh, he's helping us with, with understanding uh, how to, to brand our businesses even. But um, now you're teaching uh, brand stewardship. Now you say you, can, you teach people within four days, and how, how can you do that? Um, you know your business, and you are an expert on your business. All I do in those four days is um, extract with you a brand promise um, and uh, give, you, uh, give you words and colors and whatever to, to, um, uh, to communicate your brand promise powerfully. In those four days, you, uh, I'm, I'm taking you from um, entrepreneur to brand steward, from somebody who can stop um, all the time working in their business who started to work on their business. So basically, I'm creating the freedom to work on your business with a set of core values that you can then communicate. And those core values allow you to grow your business, to step away a little bit, to give directions much clearer. And then over the course of the, of the, year, of the, of the next year following, the, following the, our huddle, which what I call our four days together. Uh. Uh, over the course of the next year, um, 
I, I am by your side to keep you on track as the steward of your brand that you and I, but that you basically created in those four days. That's how I turn you into a brand steward um, in four days. Wow, that's good. So the, in the brand steward, that's nice. So the, you're actually creating uh, a new job title for the entrepreneur. <laughs> Instead of founder, they're also now a brand steward. I like that. Yeah, look, my, my goal is to turn you into your business as Steve Jobs or Walt Disney so that eventually your core values propel your business. And I call that creating the space to scale, hence the name. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like four days very well spent for aspiring entrepreneurs out there. So you mentioned earlier, uh, Torsten, that space to scale, what you're doing now is your dream job. Can you elaborate a little more on why exactly you feel that way? Um, yeah. Um, for, um, I started in 1994. I had an idea for a business. But I knew that I had to learn a lot about marketing um, that I didn't already know and so on and so forth. So I started reading so many books. And... Um, the, the the reading and the, the working in advertising agency, the working in brand uh, in, with, with uh, other branders, um, the working in PR, all that creative work and all those processes I learned and all those um, meetings I I, uh, I sat in and all those um, documents I created, that was the work I loved. And um, I found a way to find the thing that I love and that I've like done for free. I mean, you know, there's no idea how many books I quote-unquote read. That wasn't, that wasn't an assignment. It was just I loved it. Uh -huh. and, now, and, now, and now I get to do that all day long um, on behalf of my clients. So um, when, like, for instance, it's, it's, it's kind of a funny thing. I don't like, I, I told you in the beginning of the call, I don't like administration all that much. Mm-hmm. So I ha my structure is um, um, set up that it's like it builds automatically. It builds automatically for the entire year. I don't ever send out an invoice. I don't ever keep track of an hour. I don't know. How, some, some clients I speak to 12 hours. Other clients I speak to one hour a month, depending on what their needs are. But I'm billing them all the same, and that agreement that they have, they all get billed for three hours a month, whether, I use, whether they use them or not. Um, so when I'm not on the phone talking to somebody, I'm reading a book or I'm, I'm surfing the web and figuring something new out for my clients or I'm pitching them to a, uh, to a newspaper that I thought would be the right thing to do um, just because that's what I love doing. So this is why this is my dream job. I, it's organized in a way that I get to do what I love to do uh, basically, I would say, 95% of the time. That's wonderful. It really is, isn't it? It just uh, it it feels good to be alive, doesn't it? It feels great. Hey, it and feels what, great. And, and, I, and whenever I, and whenever I get on the plane, and whenever I get on the plane for the offsite, I'm so excited. And then for like uh, for these four days, we work for close to thirty hours in four days. Wow! And I love it. I just yeah. absolutely love it. We do too. Yeah, it sounds like a, a lot of fun. It sounds like you're doing fantastic work. Hey, and incidentally, um, what, what's your favorite book? Oh God, my favorite is so many. Um, the one that springs to mind, um, it's a it's a big and hefty one, and I have I actually haven't gone all the way through, 
but it's Titan. Um, the it's the it's the Rockefeller um, biography by Ron Chernow came out maybe like ten years uh, ago, uh, and it's absolutely fascinating. Well, uh, if you if you we'll want if you up. want the quick say again. I said we'll have to pick that up. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to learn everything there is to learn about business, and you only have one book, and you want a good story to go along with that, now be a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm a biography person, so I I hadn't heard of that one. That's I definitely will have to check yeah. that out. Life was always so boring to me because it seems so simple. So I was always into sci-fi or or you know science fiction, but um, but I'm really starting to get into the the. Biology type books. Biography, now. yeah. Bio, yeah. Oh, sorry. Say science still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One track mind. Hey, so, so, um, uh, Torsten, where can people find out more about uh, space to scale your business? Oh, well, I, I have a, a um, website, obviously, space to scale.com. That's space, the number two, and, and scale.com. And uh, there's a blog uh, on it that I just started recently to get semi-serious about, and some posts the last three or four. Um, yeah, that's the that's the easiest way to find me and to learn more about what I do and how I do it. Perfect. So get online for sure and look up Space to Scale. You're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest has been Torsten Hoynes. He's a serial entrepreneur and the founder of Space to Scale. We thank you so much for being on our show. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, that was an excellent show. He was awesome. Yeah, more awesome advice for aspiring entrepreneurs. So what's coming up for next week? Next week we have a very special guest. Martha McCarty will be here. Another She's, entrepreneur? That's right, another entrepreneur and the founder of the Social Lights Studio. So be sure to Google her to find out all the good information that she's going to discuss. And again, go to 30careers.com or dreamjobradio.tv and maybe comment. Maybe ask a question. Yeah, come on. Interact with us, people. We really appreciate you. Till then, this is Daniel Laxton's. This is Leah Laxton's. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.